We now have listeners and viewers in 140 countries and continue to climb the ranking charts of many nations, including Bermuda, Cameroon, France, Australia, Mexico, and China. Podcast listening app Player FM USA continues to rank this series at the top of their best North America podcast category. It's great to be number one. Thanks. Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. The great man idea of history incorporates at least three concepts. That history is made by individuals, that those individuals are mostly men, and that they are to be regarded as great, not just important, but, apart from a few villains, admirable as well. The great man theory is a 19th century approach to the study of history, according to which history can be largely explained by the impact of great men or heroes. Highly influential and unique individuals who, due to their natural attributes, such as superior intellect, heroic courage, extraordinary leadership abilities, or divine inspiration, have a decisive historical effect. This theory is usually contrasted with history from below, or social history, which emphasizes the life of the masses, creating overwhelming waves of smaller events which carry leaders along with them. Many believe too many historical occurrences, figures, and concepts have been recently boycotted and spurned from contemporary society. British author, social critic, and uncancelled history podcast host Douglas Murray reevaluates these great figures in the context of their times. Let's listen to his thought provoking discourse on the great man theory. Hello, I'm Douglas Murray. It's an extraordinary honor to sit down with world class scholars who really know their subjects and can really get into the details of history, the details of periods of history and of the individuals in history, but also to be able to zoom out and look at them in the round, how complex so much of this is. For instance, Robert E. Lee. It's so easy to look at a figure like Lee and look at him through one part of the lens and to come away with a very simplistic understanding of him. How much more interesting it has been to try to get him in the round, to understand the complexities, the mistakes, as well as some of the virtues that the man had, and to wonder from that what exactly is it that we can take away from the life of somebody of such complexity. It's also been interesting to me to realize afresh, and sometimes completely anew, how some of the great historical figures we're discussing have been so traduced how the reputation of Thomas Jefferson, for instance, seems to many people's minds today to be an open and shut case on certain very controversial aspects of his life and career. So interesting to have learned much of that traducing is based on evidence and ideas that are not actually proven at all, and are at least contestable. And that makes it so much more interesting than simply an open and shut case of this man did something wrong and therefore we're better than him and can traduce him with glee and ease. That leads me to one of the other things I've learned, that fallacy of history, 
that fallacy that because we live after people, we're in a great position to stand as judge, jury, and indeed executioner over their reputations and their lives. I wonder what makes us think we have the right to do that. One of the earliest figures was Aristotle, was working two and a half thousand years ago. Why would we expect that somebody living so long ago would have the views that we have in the 2020s? and that we have the right to judge Aristotle or Plato simply because we come after them and we find them guilty of not sharing the precise views that we happen to hold in the 2020s. What is it about this fallacy we have that we seem to believe that if we were living in history, if we were living 2,000 years ago or even 250 years ago, we would inevitably have the views that we hold in the 2020s? Why do we assume that's the case? Why do we assume that if we'd lived in the age of the explorers, we would have condemned the explorers, for instance, or thought that they were people who were only going to lead to the despoiling of other cultures? Why do we think that if we'd have been living in the age of slavery, the age that still goes on in the modern world, but that if we'd have been living at the height of slavery, why do we imagine we would have all been completely opposed to it? Why do we think that we have the right to assume this moral superiority over everyone who lived in the past. And if there's a reason, it's probably a very simple one, which is that we know how history went. But of course, as people were going through it, they had absolutely no idea how it was going to go. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. For me, one of the things I learned most about the founding fathers of America was just how tenuous it was, how near everything was to going all the time in a very different direction in America. I've also realized how well some of the modern-day iconoclasts have chosen their targets. For instance, Abraham Lincoln and Winston Churchill. But I had no realization of how similar, in a way, the attacks on both of these men were. I realized that there was a great similarity between the attacks on them. If you strip them away... In a fundamental way, you strip away the sense of national identity that exists in America and in Britain. Strip Abraham Lincoln's story away. In a way, you strip away the story of America. Strip away Winston Churchill's reputation. And again, in a similar way, you strip away Britain's sense of national identity. So the iconoclasts of recent years, the revisionists of recent years, seem to have chosen their targets very well. But one of the other things I've learned is something which is perhaps very unpopular these days, certainly goes against the school of history, which has been predominant for some generations now. 
And that's the attack that's been going on for a long time on the great man view of history. That view has been replaced in recent generations by a, among other things, Marxist interpretation, which looks at history through the dynamics of economics and of masses, of class structure and much more. And there's much to be said for that and much of interest and worth that's come from that school of history. But it's meant that we've passed over and indeed ironized the great man view of history. And yet, what other view of history can you take away when discussing some of the people we've been discussing? History would have been wildly different if Washington had chosen to stay on his farm. It would have been incalculably different if Abraham Lincoln had chosen never to go into politics. Everything would have been different if Columbus had not set out or Plato had never sat down at a desk. Everything would have been different if any of the individuals that we've discussed had chosen to do things differently. And nowhere was that more obvious than in the question of the founding fathers in America. And finally, I suppose I'm struck by and what we should think of about Roosevelt, about some of these other historical figures who've been torn down and lambasted and attacked in recent years. I was struck by the analogy of the attic, that history is like a great attic of belongings and inheritances, and that if you chuck everything out of that attic, if you clear the whole thing, you might clear away things you might need again someday. In discussing the career of Teddy Roosevelt, I was very struck by the fact that there were, there were many things about his career which are unpopular today, the focus on the sort of forward driding masculinity of a, of a kind that today might be called toxic. But yet I was reminded also that that kind of striving, strength, the ambition, among other things, are things that we perhaps could need again, things that it's best not to throw out. And besides, what would America look like? What would any of our countries look like if we just chucked away all the people in the past that didn't happen to make the grade for our values in the 2020s. It seems clear to me that, in fact, one man, one woman, can indeed change the course of history. Those are some of the things I've learned. There are many others I could cite as well, and I hope you've learned something on this journey. It's been a great pleasure for me, and I hope it's been a pleasure for you. So thank you for joining me. I'm Mark Vinette. And I hope you're enjoying the ride. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body, which decreases as we age. Taking Calotrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calotrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. 
buy the 90-day supply, and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.